0: Life gets hard when you get down I'm just trying to figure my shit out What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. Um, you know, if you've <clears throat> been around for the ebbs and flows of, of the podcast so far, then you'll probably remember that, you know, when I first started putting episodes out, um, you know, the show was called Coffee with Mark. That was the original name. And, you know, it was really just built around two things that I'm extremely passionate about. One is, you know, obviously coffee. Um, coffee for me is just one of those little things that, you know, really on any given day, um, you know, brings me um, just some joy. You know, honestly, I, I, I fucking love a nice hot cup of coffee, especially first thing in the morning. Um, you know, and the, the second thing uh, really is, is something that's becoming harder and harder and harder to come by these days, but it's really just a good conversation. You know, that was my thought is, you know, every morning, maybe I'll record a little bit, you know, have my cup of coffee, uh, share some of my morning thoughts with you guys and hopefully facilitate um, what you guys think is is a really good conversation to have. and then I uh, eventually, uh, for a little while, I incorporated my brother, you know, changed it to the Joe brother podcast. And, you know, that was a lot of fun as well, but I feel like it, it, it was going in a, in a direction that wasn't really where I intended it to go. Um, and so I've taken a few days off, um, you know, for those of you guys, again, that that are um, really consistent or subscribers, you guys listen to every episode, Then. You guys are probably the ones that have been DMing me, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And I know it's been a little while. Um, You know, it really has. I don't even know. It It may have been over a week now since I've recorded anything, but, you know, I go through these, I go through these phases, I go through these modes where, quite honestly, it's really like my mental health, my mental health just fluctuates and is so volatile sometimes and you know, I uh, I just I just try to just back up, you know, remove myself and just be alone in my thoughts for a period of time. And, you know, over this past week or so, maybe even longer than that, to be honest, you know, I really have been going through uh, just ebbs and, and flows of, of my mental health. And, you know, especially this past week or so, you know, <clears throat> I've just, uh, I've refrained from Posting too much on social media. I've refrained from talking too much in front of the microphone because, you know, I'm just having uh, a roller coaster uh, stream of thoughts. And uh, you know, if you if you know me personally, like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a fairly I'd like to think anyway. I'm I'm kind of a deep thinker, and my whole life I've I've really, 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 really like admired. Um, like the great thinkers, like the, 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 the philosophers of old, you know, the guys that like Emerson or, or, or James Allen or Thoreau, like these guys, in my opinion, they, they just did it right. You know, they'd, they'd go into the woods and, <laughs> you know, just just escape. They'd escape civilization and society and they just be, go somewhere to be alone with their thoughts and and with God, you know, for real. Uh, they'd go somewhere, be alone with thoughts, with God, with nature, um, and thankfully, thank you know, I'm grateful for it. But they'd bring, you know, a pen and paper, or you know, a pencil and paper, or something, you know, some mode to, to just record whatever thoughts come to them. And you know, I um, I've admired that so much since I was a kid. You know, I had a teacher in, in I believe, tenth grade who he was actually my philosophy teacher. Believe it or not, I was in like all AP classes in high school. So um, I had this philosopher teacher that he just had such a big impact on me. You know, he didn't tell me what to think. He taught me how to think, or at least he started to teach it to me. And, um, And it was because he would always ask questions and he would make me explore like you know the why behind everything that I did, uh, everything that I said, and it was so annoying and frustrating at the time. But you know, I think out of every teacher I've ever had, he's had the biggest impression on me, and um, and you know, he he really did. He inspired in me a a passion for um, critical thinking. You know, for exploratory thoughts, and um, he made me appreciate um the process really of just of just assessing or analyzing your own thoughts and and um and he made me love philosophy he really did uh and so you know I I've always admired those guys and I and I I crave that sometimes you know and I think this past week or so was was uh was akin to me just uh wandering out into the woods and being alone with my thoughts and with God and trying to just collect myself. And, you know, that's part of the reason why, um, you know, I've decided to start recording podcasts by myself again. Um, you know, it's not, <clears throat> doesn't have anything to do with anybody else, to be honest, it's just it's just me, man. I'm just, I'm losing it. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just say, I'm... this morning I, I woke up And, and I mean, it's this morning, like literally this morning, like, um, previously I was recording podcasts in the afternoon, in the evening, um, I'd edit them, uh, and then I'd schedule them to be published in the morning. And so there has been multiple times where I've recorded episodes and edited, edited them, you know, published them or excuse me, scheduled them to be published. And then I'd go to sleep and I'd sleep on it and I'd wake up and I'd say, eh, maybe that's not the best episode or maybe I shouldn't put that information out there. Um, and so then I would log into my account. I'd unschedule them um, and I just delete the podcast. So there has been several times when I've recorded a full length episode and then actually changed my mind by the, you know, by the time it was ready to publish. And so, with this new routine, um, which I'm recording this at 4.45 a.m., you know, and I plan on recording it, you know, briefly editing it, and then um, publishing it, same morning, it's kind of a little bit precarious, because who knows, you know, I don't have a chance to necessarily sleep on it and change my mind about the type of information that I put out there, but, you know, I also feel um I also feel really good about it you know this is a real raw you know um just uh, peek peek into my brain you know in these early morning thoughts um so anyway I appreciate you guys showing up I appreciate you guys listening and hopefully you know there's something here that is um thought provoking at at least um, you know but anyway I was getting ready to to leave for a walk this morning I went for a walk at. in the morning and you know while I was uh while I was I was putting my shoes on like I was like man I really don't I really don't want to go for this walk like what am I doing and blah 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 blah. but I didn't get to bed until late last night um and it's the worst I don't know about you guys but you guys that wake up super early like it's the worst when you wake up first thing in the morning. And you're trying to stick to your routine, but you didn't get enough sleep. And so you start like, you know, for me, my, my morning routine every single morning is like journaling, you know, praying, uh, reading um, and yeah, journaling, praying, reading and then usually some meditation and then I'll start eating breakfast. Right. But I can't if I don't get enough sleep at night, I can't get through that routine because halfway through I'll just be dozing off. Like I'll literally be like journaling, praying, reading. They're, they're too low intensity for me to like wake up. Um, so I, I figured that something that I might change is I might just start waking up and then going for a walk first thing in the morning to sort of just get my body moving to, you know, get, you know, some, some fresh air in my lungs and and like actually wake up. So anyway, I did that this morning. It was the first, first day of me trying that instead of just going right into my routine. And I'm putting my shoes on and everybody, we all know, like the first time you try to make a new routine or a new habit or something, make a change to what you currently do. It's so uncomfortable. You don't want to do it. You dread it the whole time. Um, and if you don't, you're weird. But I did, you know, and I'm putting my shoes on and I'm like, man, it's three 30 in the morning. What the hell am I doing? Why am I putting my shoes on right now? But then I really did. I had a mindful thought, you know, and the thought was, you know, you, you also didn't want to get out of bed in the morning, you know, but you got out of bed. And right now you're really glad that you did, you know, and so like, just like most things um, that you are resistant to in the, in the moment or initially, you know, at the end afterwards, it's like not wanting to go to the gym and you go anyway, you know, it's like not, not wanting to show up for class and you show up anyway, you know, it's like anything, anything there's so there's innumerable examples of uh just day-to-day scenarios where you really don't want to do it before you do it but then afterwards you're really glad that you did and and I was I, I thought it was pretty cool that I had that thought in the moment because I did I said you know what it's just like anything else and so I kept putting my shoes on I went out there and um needless needless to say I'm I'm really glad I went for the walk but that were that really wasn't the point of the story so the point of the story was like when I walked out when I walked out of my house, you know, I, I, I paused for a second and I thought about turning back to go get my phone, you know. And the reason why is, um, you know, I think at my core, you know, um, at, um, yeah, at really the core of who I aspire to be and, and really what I think my purpose is here. Um, is I really, and I wrote about this years and years and years ago, Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, once in a great while, I'll share snippets from the journal that I used to keep when I was in prison. And, um, you know, one of the things when I was really first exploring the question, hey, what does the absolute best version of me look like? You know, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? What do I want to be known for? Um, I, I used this term. Um, in fact, I, I think the exact verbiage is I want to be a leader and a role model to people of all ages. You know, that's what I wrote about back then. And this is five, six, seven, I don't even know, years ago now. And I've never let go of that. You know, I really do at the core of who I am and and, and, and my personal mission in life um, is just, um, you know, I hope that I could, that I could be a, a role model, you know, an example that people can follow and, and that if people emulated me, if people did what I did, you know, that it would, that it would improve their life, their experience of life and their health and, you know, everything, everything. I, I that's what I think about is, you know, again, back in that same journal, one time I wrote, no matter who you are, somebody somewhere looks up to you you know and I think that a lot of times we as individuals we take that for granted and I try not to like I try to be really really hyper aware of the fact that somebody somewhere looks up to me and it's not a it's not an ego thing but it's it reminds me of the responsibility that I have the obligation that I have uh, not only to myself and to God but to society to be the best version of me all the time to be a good To set a good example for that person that maybe I don't even know is watching, but to set a good example for them to emulate, because I I I literally think to myself, man, if somebody were watching me right now and they did what I did, you know, would it be leading them in the right direction or the wrong direction? And you know, I think it's a an interesting thing about human nature and about just how we are, right? Like I, don't you have you ever thought about how like we're more likely to show up. For somebody else that we care about, than we are to show up for ourselves. Like sometimes we'll do something um, that we don't necessarily want to do. This is one of the reason why coaches and personal trainers and nutrition coaches are so helpful. It's not necessarily the information. Most people know what's good and what's bad, or you know what's healthy, what's not healthy. You know most people know they should make it to the gym, but like when when it's just them holding themselves accountable, they are not enough of a reason for themselves to show up to the gym, and so they'll go pay this personal trainer just to hold them accountable to showing up, you know, at their whatever, at the time, Um, and I think that that's interesting, and so the correlation there is that, you know, for me, it's very similar. Um, I've been, you know, a self-sabotager in my own life, and so staying fixated on that responsibility, that obligation that I have to other people and to God and to to society to show up and, and set a good example and Um, for people to follow that sometimes really does hold me accountable to showing up the way that I that I really want to and so anyway when I walked out of my house this morning I did I paused and I thought about going back to get my phone because you know I was going to put on social media um you know I fucking hate social media I really 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 do like I detest it and um I, I, I made this intention, I set this intention in the beginning when I, you know, just created my, my Instagram account. I had never really been on social media before, um, and I, um, I used to get frustrated about it, you know, just like everybody else. Like, you know, I'm trying to post, I was building a business at the time, so I kind of wanted to use it productively, and, you know, I'd, I'd just, um, I just, I used to, like, record a story, like, I'd go on my Instagram story, and I'd, like, talk on camera, and, um, and man, it was such a struggle. Like, I fucking hated it. I still hate being on camera. Like, I hate it, um, and I would, I would work up the courage to, like, record a story, um, and I'd post it. I'd post it on my Instagram story, and then I'd set my phone down, and I, maybe 13 seconds would go by. And I'd pick my phone back up and then I'd go and I'd like watch my own Instagram story. You know, I'd be like, oh, man, this is stupid. You know, like, man, my voice doesn't even sound like that. Like, look at my hair, man. My hair's messed up. Man, I look like shit. Nobody's going to watch this. This is stupid. And then I'd like delete it. Like, I just I just delete it. Like, and and round and round, I would go through this cycle. And back then, you know, what I what helped me get through that second guessing myself. And even now, I mean, guys, I use the same technique with the podcast, but, you know, back then what helped me, um, was having a conversation with myself about like, well, why are you doing this in the first place? You know? And and it occurred to me when I, you know, I, and I literally journaled through this, you know, but it occurred to me that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, showing up on social media because I aspire to like become an influencer or you know like it, like make my living on social media like that wasn't that wasn't it for me that was never ever ever a target or a goal and it's still not um what I realized is that I was showing up on social media um, for that one person you know that one person that might watch my Instagram story, and be inspired to change their life. That one person that might read about you know, my journey in a post and be in, inspired to keep going. You know, the, 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 the people out there, there's millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions, maybe even more, billions of people out there that need um, some hope, you know, that need to be reminded of who they are and what they have the potential to become you know, that need um, a, a good leader and role model to follow. Like, there's so many people out there that need our help. And one of the amazing things that social media has done is it's made people um, people accessible to me, um, and it's made me accessible to, to people that maybe otherwise we would never, ever, ever, Have even known that each other existed. You know, that's one of the cool things. And so when I had that thought back then, it was like, well, what are you doing this for? You know, when you're having those thoughts of like second guessing yourself and you're saying, oh man, you know, my voice doesn't even sound like that, or man, nobody's gonna watch this anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's you making it about you. And it's not about you. You know, it's not about you. It was never about you. That's not why you got on here in the first place. You know, it's about that one person that might watch your story, it's for them. You know, and going back to that same concept of how sometimes we'll show up for somebody else that we care about, even when we won't show up for ourselves, that's what got me through it. That's what got me through it. You know, and so going back to, you know, kind of, you know, walking out of my house this morning and second guessing and thinking about, man, maybe I should go back and grab my phone just so I can put on my story. It's because to this day, the only reason that I use social media is um is again to to try to set a good example for for people to follow and and if i don't show you guys you don't know um but that being said i didn't i didn't go back and uh and grab my phone i went on the walk this morning no phone no nothing i didn't even want to i don't even want to be next to technology too early in the morning like i i feel like the first two hours of my day the first hour of my day, something like that, you know, the first hour of my day should be 100% me, my thoughts, God, and coffee, like, that's it, and so I adhered to that this morning, I didn't grab my phone, I didn't put it on my story, um, and while I was walking, I thought, you know, I was kind of thinking about that whole chain of events, if you will, or or thoughts, and, you know, what I was thinking is, like, Mark, you can't put, you can't put the cart before the horse, you know, you really can, and what I mean by that is like, you know, I could have showed, I could have grabbed my phone and, and put it on social media, and you know, really set an example for um, even even something simple as like the story that I told earlier about when I was putting on my shoes and I really didn't want to go, but then being happy that I did, like that's something that I think is a good daily reminder to give people, and so it would have been valuable. But um, but what I meant by that, by you can't put the cart before the horse, is you know, you've got to, for me, you've got you've to gotta find your best self. Um, in fact, this is something, you, if you ever come to my house, I have this massive whiteboard in my living room. And it's where I just like spew thoughts and goals and priorities and ideas and my power list and all, all that stuff. And I have this massive whiteboard and, and recently I just... I told you guys, I've been going through it mentally. (laughs) So I just fucking erased everything. I erased everything, all my goals, all my power lists, all those things, I erased fucking everything. And only thing I wrote back on it was top priority, find your best self, find your best self. And then I put step one, find your best self. Step two, um, figure out how to share that with the world and other people through Instagram and your podcast, you know, and, and and this is going back to just my, my, my really my deep aspiration to just be a good role model for people and to to live up to or honor the obligation and responsibility that I feel um, to society and to God. But um, that's what I meant. That's what I meant by you can't put the cart before the horse. It's like step one has to come before step two. I can't show you guys the process of becoming the best version of, of me. Um, if I haven't done it yet, you know, like that's that's just it. Like I can I can sh- and I think that in, if you look around at society right now, like this is actually something that a lot of people do, like a lot of people, even social media is one of the reasons why I hate it. You know, is like um I think that people have this idea of who they can become or what their life could look like. Um and they just get ahead of themselves. Like they want, they want to materialize that now, today, and they start like showcasing this, this person or this life that, you know, really hasn't produced any fruit yet. Like that's the truth. Like they start, they start, they're trying to 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 expedite the process, and and uh, and I just don't want to do that. You know, that's, I guess that that's really the the start and finish of that thought. Like I don't want to do that. I want to. I want to find the best version of me and then I want to show you how I found it. And it, and it goes back to it goes back to perhaps my favorite quote, honestly. It it might be my favorite quote, but it's your job isn't to save them. You know, it's to it's to be the example and to show them how you saved yourself. And that's really like, I don't know, man that that quote resonates with me so deeply like when i was when i was younger i used to want to save everybody i think that i think that naturally we all have a tendency to want to save people um whether it, it's directly from like unfortunate circumstances or a bad situation um or you know or just indirectly you know just just wanting to be the kind of person that you know that saves people um, from themselves, and you know I've 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 learned the hard way perhaps that you can't save people. Uh, it's very very difficult to convince somebody through logical argument or explanation to change courses. Like it's very very difficult, and the absolute best most effective way to actually save somebody from the path that they're on uh, or the circumstances that they're in is to set an example that inspires um, them to act, you know, whether it's giving them hope that, you know, that life after a big decision will be even better than it than it currently is or whether it is um, showing them that it's possible. Like, I, I really, truly believe that the best way to save somebody from uh, the path that they're on or from some unfortunate circumstances and, and to help them bounce back is to set an example for them to follow rather than trying to convince them um, to change their thought or their decision making process. And so when I was younger, um, you know, I just again, I, I used to want to save people. And I remember um, I've never I've never actually shared this this story publicly, but I learned that lesson really, really, really hard. Um I, I really did it. You know, when I was sixteen years old, my older brother passed away and he was um he was twenty four and you know, he passed away of a drug overdose. And, you know, we all knew that that he was addicted to drugs. We didn't know for long, you know, by the time it had been revealed to us you know, it really ha- it really was out of hand, and um, you know, and he passed away shortly thereafter. But man, you just I remember um, my parents like freaking out on him, like freaking out. Um, you know, we were we were I mean, we had a good family. You know, it was just something that came out of out of nowhere, to be honest. My brother, he uh, you know, he used to lift weights, and you know, he was an athlete. He was just a a guy that just lived life you know, for real, like, I, I feel like his spirit still lives in me, um, you know, so if you know me very, uh, very close, if you're close to me, then, you know, you, you sort of know Travis, too, but, you know, he uh, he used to just enthusiastically live life, and one of the things he did, you know, fitness was important to him, um, and one day, I mean, he he tore his, his shoulder, his, uh, his rotator cuff in his shoulder, and so he went to the doctor, and, you know the the rest is kind of history he got prescribed opiates and you know and he didn't have insurance so he started using opiates regularly to manage the pain cuz he couldn't get surgery and all ki- all kinds of things and you know the the opiates one thing led to another and he and he overdosed okay but as this was all happening like something that my parents did at one point was you know they just they were like literally begging him you know just to like hey man just stop stop using this stuff and um and so they they took my brother one time um and they just locked him in my parents room like he like he he had committed you know he agreed to it he committed to trying to kick the habit you know just get clean he knew it was bad he just had a, a daughter his daughter my niece was like 1 years old at the time and you know my parents said okay we're just keep you in the room you know he didn't want to like go to a rehab because he was hard-headed and um, and so that's what they did they locked him in their bedroom um and they just wouldn't let him out they wouldn't let him out the plan was to just keep him in there until all the withdrawal had passed you know until he was feeling better blah 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 blah, blah. they I, I i can't remember exactly but i think they kept him in there for like seven days like for a whole fucking week they kept him in the room. They brought him his meals, his food, everything in there. And it got bad. Like it got really, really bad. Like if you've ever seen somebody go through opiate withdrawal, like it's 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 bad. Um and you know, a week later or a week goes by and my brother's starting to finally come come back around. You know, he's got, you know, color in his skin again, you know, he can actually has enough energy to like sit up in bed and whatever. And so my brother, um, my brother gets up one day and, you know, he's like, man, you know, I I think I want to go for a walk. And, um, I mean, this is a week later, this is like, after he's gone through the worst of the withdrawal. This is like, you know, it was just, it was, um, it was looking up. It really was. And, you know, my, my, my brother asked, Hey, I think I want to go for a walk. He goes for a walk. Um, and, um, You know, my parents were really kind of just—I don't know—they were just taken aback by 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 that request. Like, what? You know? But okay, cool. You know, you haven't been outside, you haven't seen the sun in seven days. Go ahead. So he goes for a walk, and um. (laughs) And he came back high. You know, he came he came back high, like right when he came back. My mother knew he was high, and you know, she just she just fucking freaked out, like absolutely freaked out. Um. You know, she looked at him, and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, you just went through all of that the whole last time. I mean, you just spent a week in bed. You know, you got through the withdrawal, everything, and you fucking did that. You know, you have a one-year-old daughter and blah, 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 blah. I, I remember, like, it was yesterday. She freaked the fuck out. And, um, you know, it's just, I, I think my brother, like, she kicked him out of the house that day. You know, don't come back here until you're clean, and um, I think I think my brother died like a week later, you know. And it's um, again, it's it, that was one of the first times that I was forced to to, to learn that lesson. It's like you, you you can't you can't convince somebody to to change, you know. They've they've got to want it for themselves. And and a lot of times, you know, it really does take um, it takes a lot. It really does. It. But I think I think that. Um, <clears throat> through telling stories like this one, um, and through telling stories like my own um, of the things that I've overcome, it, I think that setting an example for people it actually gives them hope that they can do it. Yeah. Anyway, all right, guys, that's all I'm going to share this morning. I just wanted to come on, kind of let everybody know that um, you know I think I am going to go back to recording these podcasts by myself. Um, You know, I appreciate those of you that do listen. I hope that, you know, this morning's episode um, or conversation, rather, you know, was something worth listening to. And uh, if it was, cool, you know, um, go ahead and share it on social media and, you know, tag me. I'll I'll reshare it on my story. Um, And if not, no big deal. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm just like social media, just like anything else. You know, it's not um, it's not for everybody. It's not for me. Uh, This is definitely a passion project for me, and it's just for that one person, you know. And if you're that one person, man, thank you. You know, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up, and I'll talk to you next time. (sighs)